What's up, everybody? Here. Little intro music. Look, I'm on break right now. I am triggered. There is content going on in uh, Bariatric Lifestyle Food Point Recipe right now related to the term fat. Um, so, <clears throat> look, first of all, let me do a pre-roll rant. My friends, I promise you, your, well, excuse me, my best, absolute, hands down, best advice I can give you, and I know it's a lot easier said than done. I know there's so many techniques that you need to, you know, add to your life. There's so many things that you need to learn. Stress is going to destroy everything you've worked so hard to achieve. I know it's hard. I know it's impossible to kind of try to conquer your stress, but there's techniques that you can do to try to lower your stress. All right, great example myself. And tell us a quick story, and then I'm going to move on to the, what, what I'm talking about. And I got 15 minutes to do it, so I got to hurry. So, pandemic. Pandemic started uh, early March. They started locking down everybody. Sharice got put on, uh, got, she didn't get laid off. I can't remember the technical, what the term is called, but she pretty much got put out of work from the gym that she was working because it got shut down. <clears throat> Not even 48 hours later, Utah was hit with a horrifying earthquake. All right. I know some of you have probably all been through like tons of earthquakes, whatever. All my, my friends out there in California, whatever. But in Utah, it never happens. Very rare if it does. I've never been in an earthquake. So with the pandemic hitting and earthquake hitting, I lost my fucking mind. On top of that, sleep deprivation was my thing. Sleep deprivation was my thing because I was working graveyards and I couldn't sleep during the day. So I'd go maybe one or two hours a day. Or I'd even go a day, maybe two days at a time. Not sleeping, saying, oh, I'll get caught up on the weekend. I was I, I was down spiraling into death. I never ever. And, you know, I'm not. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to say it. I haven't said anything about this yet, but I actually considered suicide at that point. It popped into my head shortly. For some fucking reason, it popped into my head. I blame the deprivation. I blame where my mental status was. I was gone. Stress. My business was going into shit. I'm scared to death as I'm going to lose Cherise. And the worst, like, like I said, the worst part of everything that topped the cake was I wasn't sleeping. Try spending weeks at a time sleeping about 16, 17, 16 to 20 hours a week. That's it. It's hell. It gets to hell on the body. Average about two, maybe maybe two hours a day. So, what the single thing that I had to change to stop this madness was to de-stress, decompress the stress that was in my brain. I don't like talking about it. I don't like talking about what I went through. I don't like talking about my faults. But it's necessary for me to talk about my faults in order to bring change to the people who, you know, take the time to listen to me, want to listen to me, you know, heed my warnings, whatever. I started doing one thing. That's it. One thing. One thing at a time. I started worrying more about what I could control. What I can control. I can't control the fucking coronavirus. I can't control that craziness, that madness. 
I couldn't control the fact that my wife, even though she was getting uh, benefits through the government at that time, she's simple, same dog, yeah, but they were coming, and we didn't know they were coming, we didn't know we were going to get that much, pretty crazy, but <clears throat> I couldn't control the fact that I couldn't get off the graveyard shift that I was on, I'm off it now, my boss saved my life. The one step I, you know, and I talk about the story so many times. I'm sure you've already heard it if you listen to this already. Um, that country song. I went skydiving that uh, Tim McGraw. Looked like you were dying. I listened to that song on repeat for days. And it changed. It changed everything. It gave me an opportunity to be able to see clearly. When I was able to see clearly, stress went down. And the only way the stress went down is I picked what I could change and stopped worrying about what I couldn't. Now, I'm here, October 1st tomorrow. I think I'm doing all right here in Utah. I've lost two friends. Again, something I could not control. I'm not gonna stress about it. We all die. It's sad, but I can't let it affect my life. That is the pre-roll rant. Well, I'm not gonna do any promos here because I'm just, I'm triggered. You guys know where to go. You guys know how to find us. You know how to get a hold of me. So, look. Fat brain. The word fat. It's going to crush you. Plain and simple. And, I, you know, I did videos. I've done videos about this before. I did videos about this. Uh, it's been two, three years ago. When Mr. Dr. Vaughn put out fat brain. Ridiculous fucking term. Homeboy doesn't know what he's talking about. Sure, the concept is clear. But he's a man who's never been fat. He's never been morbidly obese. So how can you talk about quote unquote fat if you've never experienced it? Oh, well, I'm a weight loss surgeon and I deal with many morbidly obese people. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. All right, well, you instill the concept of, quote, unquote, fat brain into your followers' heads. Now, I want you to stop. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to think back to your childhood. If you weren't morbidly obese when you were a child, I want you to think back to when you started to become morbidly obese. What is the one thing that knocked you on your ass? What is the one thing that destroyed you inside? What is the one thing that made you bow your head down, point your fucking face to the ground, and walk away from situations? Being called fat. I'm going to say it. I've been obese my entire life. Elementary school, middle school. Uh, my buddies, my clique. <laughs> Assholes. To this day, I haven't got an apology from them. I've got a pee flying outside my window. I'm in my car on my break. <clears throat> Lard ass. They called me L.A. Offensive. Very offensive. And I just wanted friends. I just wanted people to hang out with. I had a rough childhood. Uh, parents divorced at a young age. So I wanted friends. I don't give a fuck what they called me. I didn't give a fuck. They picked on me. Didn't matter. Okay, well, it happened in my teenage, my late teenage life. And... My early adult life. I moved to Las Vegas. Got heavily addicted to methamphetamines. 
and ended up losing a ton of weight. Got down, I think, I think that's about 130 pounds at that point. Very frail, very thin. But before that, it was bad. And it was really bad. So, I'm now Derek Peterson, 46 this month, next month, October 28th. I'll be 46. When I hear the word fat, when I heard somebody call somebody a fat ass, when I hear somebody say you're fat, I've regained fucking 30 pounds from COVID. People call me fat, dude. You dare to let yourself go. I don't give a fuck. I'm more concerned about my mental stability right now in this crisis than I am worried about with numbers on the scale because I know I can get my weight down. I've already got half of it down already. I know I can lose that weight. I'm confident that I can achieve that because I got my shit together when it comes to how to do it. I don't got my shit together with when it comes to making sure I maintain, you know, healthy mental health. I'm learning daily. And it starts with your past. Post-traumatic stress. Post-traumatic stress is going to cause you stress. Obviously, the word is in it. The word stress is in the word Post-traumatic stress. The, the phrase post-PTSD. Post, fuck it. <laughs> As you can tell, Derek is triggered. <clears throat> Alright. Whatever. Kicking along in my little bariatric journey. Kicking the ass. I'm sort of mentally stable. Scale's going up and down. Phone Dr. Vaughn, or I hear somebody say fat, fat brain. How dare you insult my brain? How dare he insult the brains of our people? It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And you know what? Anytime that you are going to deal with circumstances where people are going to insult what lies within you, your brain. Your decisions you make. Fuck him. And fuck anybody who says anything about this. It is an absolute ridiculous term. And you need to abolish it out of your mind. So when you're talking about fat people portions. Fat people. Other than the fact that you are insulting people who are pre-surgery in our community. Who need our attention and our support the most. You're causing stress that you don't see. Little little shift in stress in your brain is going to cause you to retain fat. Like right now, I'm triggered and I'm ranting because of this term. Because I see Dr. Vong's fat brain post that he's resharing. Or when he posts how patients shouldn't be exercising and weight loss surgery. What a dope. These types of situations are causing me stress. So what I'm doing is I am talking about it. I'm getting it off my chest. I am pretty much spewing the stress out of my mouth. In other words, I'm turning my hate into productive. Which is so important, my friends. I got to let this go. I got to get back to work in four minutes. My alarm's going to go off. My, my uh, timer that I set. I'm going to go to my break.
It's going to go off and it's going to shut off my podcast uh, app. So, again, recap. Rollout Round was about my stresses in life and what I did and how I get through the daily stresses in my life. I only control the things that I can control. I can't, I don't control, I can't control the ridiculous debate that happened last night. I can't control the fact of who's going to get elected or who's going to get reelected. I can't control if there's going to be a vaccine. I can't control the people's attitudes in my work, even though everybody has bad attitudes because nobody wants to work. I get it. But I can't control my attitude and I can, and I, and I can't control my decisions. You need to learn to do it. If you don't know how to do it, fucking send me a message. That's all you got to do. I work for free, man. I hope you invest in our in our business. I, I hope you come into our challenge group or, uh, you know, sign on with Sharice as one of her clients. I hope you buy our containers. But it, it, it's not exclusive to me working my ass off every day to help you. I'm in the business of change. And change is so important. I'm business go, baby. I'm telling you. I love you. I'm here for you. And I'm here with you to go through this. Stop the negative self-talk. And don't let people put this negativity in your head. I love you. I say love a lot. Little 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 uh, outro music. What do you say? Green day. Summer. You know why they're playing the song, right? <laughs> Today's the last day of September. What's sad is this song is about the death of, death of his father and his suicidal tendencies. Pretty messed up. It's a good song, man. Love you guys. Peace out.